Women want to hear women, where we put the spotlight on country music's most talented ladies. Be a part of moving the conversation forward with your host, Elena Smith. What's up, guys? I know we probably have a lot of first-time listeners this week. Marin Nation, y'all have been incredible leading up to this release. So I just want to take a second to let you guys know what this is really all about. Women Want to Hear Women is not about not wanting to hear men. We love male artists. And it's also not about only women wanting to hear women. We know that men do too. It's derived from a phrase that has been going around the industry for too long. Women don't want to hear women. We're working to reclaim that narrative and hopefully inspire some change. Anyway, I know you guys are really excited for this one. We're featuring superstar Marin Morris. This was one of my favorite conversations, and I think we should just get right to it. So... Enjoy. Marin Morris, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I was just saying, like, I I listened to these and I loved the one you did with Carrie Underwood. Um, So I I think it's such a cool idea. Thank you. Created. Well, you know, every week there is somebody that we feature. Of course, we want to give a platform, whatever we can to the women in country music that are struggling right now. And obviously, you know, we've done it for several weeks and we've had several people through, but there are not several women on the radio. Mm -hmm. So you're one of them. You're one of the ones that are actually, you know, on that platform and people are hearing. How does that feel to actually have that kind of responsibility of being one of the only women? That's that's a good question. I I feel conflicted because I feel like I worked so hard to put this album out and with songs that I dearly care about Mm. and um it's sad because it's like I want to celebrate the fact that my song is in the top five but I also feel like I can't fully celebrate because I am the only woman in the top 30 like solo act so yeah it's like it feels like a catch-22 sometimes because I feel like ungrateful when I bring attention to the fact that there's such a lack of female representation at radio right now. But I'm also like thankful. So I, I right. do feel like on the fence about it because I'm obviously so gracious that radio is playing this and fans are loving the song. But at the same time, it's like I want to be able to celebrate my friends that mm-hmm. are putting out incredible music um, that aren't even getting like a single spin so yeah it's it's a weird spot to be in it's like I want to inspire and help change the landscape and get more female voices heard um but yeah it's it's definitely concerning to to look at the chart today and literally be the only one that's a woman on it yeah yeah, that's that is a hard place to be in. It yeah. really is. But so recently you were just a part of um the CMT Artists of the Year and mm-hmm. you were one of the ones that was honored. It was all women this year. If you guys missed it, it was incredible. Um you did a just beautiful performance. What do you think about that kind of stuff that's happening right now? Do you think that that is really helpful or do you think that it kind of separates like, you know, even something like this because we have to find just this whole woman platform. Like, right. do you do you think that it's helpful or do you think that maybe it's kind of hurtful that it's It's not about integration. I mean, I guess in some ways you could look at it like, oh, is CMT throwing us a bone? But Mm -hmm. then the ratings speak for itself because it was the most watched CMT artist of the year they've done yet. Mm -hmm. And it was all women. So I think that, and it also had way more press around it, I think, than Mm -hmm. they expected because it's all these like heavyweights. And then I thought the collaborations were stunning. Mm -hmm. Like I 
I was freaking out. I love the Pistol Annies. Um, I was so happy that they were performing and opening the, the show. And then freaking Gladys Knight. Sorry, I just cussed. Oh, you can. It's a podcast. Girl, okay. you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, like that Gladys Knight and Little Big Town, Karen and Kimberly yeah. performance. Ugh, I just, I was like, this is what people want to see. And then that moment when Karen, during her like acceptance speech, read all the the names of the new female artists that deserve to be listened to and yeah. they were all invited and they were sitting in this t- the tables next to the stage and I just looked around at those girls that Karen named and they all were like in tears because <gasps> their hero and mentor just like on live television named each one of them and yeah. it was really beautiful I thought that was such a a class move on Karen's behalf. It and was, and that went viral too, which I was really I happy to see. It was everywhere. Yeah, that was really cool. So now, like, what what do you think we need to do to to try and keep this conversation going, to keep changing things? And what is the next step in your eyes? Um, I think that there have been a ton more, even like in, in the last few years where I've kind of not been as present in town because I've been on tour so much, but there've been so many new female songwriters, which I think breeds more female artists because they're writing for them. And so I, I think that um, more publishers signing women that are amazing badasses at writing songs is going to help like create more women artists. And a lot of those writers become artists. Like I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. I started out as a songwriter and Casey Musgraves is the same way, started out as a writer and now is like this amazing artist. And so um, I think that's one way. I think labels need to not have in their mind like, oh, we're not signing any females right now. We just signed two. Right. Yeah. That's a weird thing and concept and complex to have in your head. Mm-hmm. Like if you if they're good, male or female, you should you should be getting behind them. And yeah. so uh, and then as far as radio goes, I, I don't know like the ins and outs of research and mm-hmm. stats and like the thing that goes off and someone turns up the, the station when the song's on and you get like research from that. Like that's all very confusing to me. And I'm kind of like a clear example of why it shouldn't be doing well. Right. Like Rich is such a in-your-face aggressive song mm-hmm. that I don't think anyone was aware that it would even crack the top 10 because what you hear over and over is like people don't want to hear women right now you don't want to play too many of them you don't want to play them consecutively Mm -hmm. uh you don't want to be too um aggressive or like too bold because then you'll be looked at as like a bitch or Mm -hmm. uh full of yourself so i I didn't know what to expect with rich going to radio and also we had to do a radio edit of it because it has some swearing on the album which is the best part of it (laughs) i mean it's real life like that's right that's at least how like my friends and i talk to each other Mm -hmm. about guys who are jerks um but it defied the odds and is continuing to do so and whether it goes number one or not i hope it does but it's kind of proving the paradigm wrong by saying people do want to hear women they want to hear women that are uh they're speaking their minds. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be this like, oh, I'm falling in love with this guy song. Like, I like those songs, but that's such like a a one note kind of thing. And, yeah. you know, women are way more complex. Complex. And yeah. 
there's just such a fear of like, oh, you don't want to be to this or to this. Like you want to stay in the lane and be safe. And yeah. that's what's going to get you a number one is just stand under the radar, not pushing the boundary. Well, so, did you struggle with that a lot? Like coming up and trying to really make yourself, your brand, your, did you struggle with it? I don't think I struggled with it. I, I definitely was so naive at that time. Like when right. my church was going to radio and like broke the record for ads for a new artist mm-hmm. um, on ad day, it was like 107 ads. And like that yeah. was the new record or something at the time. And I just didn't know what I was getting myself into. But I remember thinking like, whatever anyone says, I know I love this song um, and I believe in it. So I didn't have any of that criticism in my head yet. But, you know, over time, it's kind of a sign of success is like Mm. the more well you're doing, the more haters you're going to have. And um, it was a long time ago, but I remember Carrie Underwood in an interview said something really cool. It was like every day someone disagrees with or doesn't like what I'm doing Mm. and I just can't concern myself with it. And I was like, you're freaking Carrie Underwood. Like you're the biggest artist in the format. And to know that you're going to have a critic, no matter what you do, can't Mm -hmm. win. So don't even try to just do what you do. And I've developed like a thicker skin, I think over the years, because you read like one mean comment and you're like, oh my God, my entire, my entire album sucks. Like I, 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 I suck. And then you're like, okay, that person has never met me. They've probably never seen a show. Like they're not going to buy my music. They're not my demographic. Like they're there to to make themselves feel better. So I just have to keep that in perspective. And it doesn't really have anything to do with me. It has everything to do with them. Right. And if I concerned myself with every person that thought what I wore was too revealing or I cussed too much in my songs, I would crawl in a hole and die probably. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. just be consumed by it. So you just can't. And yeah. I go to therapy. That helps. <laughs> like, yes. You have to take care of your head. Especially like when you are more of a public figure. Well, yeah, um, I feel like you you have to do therapy. I mean, at that point, because you're living like this just crazy reality that not many people can understand. But one person that can, your husband, right, Ryan, yeah. which I'm actually kind of interested in that dynamic and like how you guys compare your experiences because his must be very different as a male artist and a male you know, he's he's been writing, he's been doing everything. So are there any standout differences in the way that your careers have come about that you kind of assess? Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's it's weird because he's had so much success as a songwriter. Right. Like he just had a number one because he wrote uh, Sunrise, Sunburn, Sunset for Luke Bryan. And he had another number one a few years ago with Blake Shelton. Like he's a, a, an amazing songwriter mm-hmm. that has become an artist similar to my journey but he's more successful he was more successful at the songwriting thing than I ever was <laughs> but um yeah the there are so many dudes on the radio that right. it would seem easy for a new one to come along and sometimes there it is like in your podcast with Carrie she was like this guy just had a number one and it's like congrats but like who are, who are you, you? <laughs> I've never seen you before with Ryan it's like because there are so many guys it's even more competitive in a way yeah. and you can get lost in the shuffle. So I, I never look at that anymore and say, Oh guys have it so easy because honestly, like 
my husband's song to a T, I think is like one of the coolest songs of the year. And um, it's going to radio in a couple months, like officially, mm-hmm. but him just like releasing it and it kind of getting this like organic traction um, has been amazing. But it's also like everyone has to deal with a struggle at some point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, because there are so many guys, it's easier to get lost in them. Yeah. It's just a sea of it. When you're a girl, because there's fewer of us, I guess you do get more attention when you do something. And mm-hmm. I I don't, I, I eventually want it to be more even where it could just be like, if you hear you know, 10 songs in an hour listening to the radio on a road trip, five are girls and five are guys. Right, yeah. That would be a really cool reality to live in someday. That's what I'm hoping for. And you know, like one of the things that frustrated me the most about all of this was when I first moved over here from pop radio, because I came from pop, mm-hmm. um, I found out that it was literally a rule that you can't play two females back to back. So that was a rule like in programming the music. So that like, you know, those kinds of things, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that it won't be weird to, you know, your ear won't perk up because it sounds different. Like it will just be what it is. I know. I agree. Like I was listening to a pop station here in town and it went from that never be the same Camila Cabello song into God is a woman by Ariana Grande. And it didn't feel weird. Mm-hmm. It was just one awesome badass chick into another one. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't turn the dial. Right. Because I was like, first of all, both these songs are brilliant. And mm-hmm. both of these women sing their butts off. And mm-hmm. I just think they're supremely talented. I want that to happen at country. Yeah. And like my husband, he is a guy, obviously. Um, <laughs> he was in the car too. Yeah. And he loves both those songs because we love all kinds of music and mm-hmm. we love good music. And so that's what it should be about. It shouldn't be about like your gender. It should be about, is this a great song? Yeah. And that I mean, should win. you've had a song now on pop radio and kind of entered that world a little bit more. Do you notice the same kinds of things at all when you're within the pop world? Like, do you feel like they feel like it's a problem there too? No, because I don't really think it is a yeah. problem. Um, I remember a few months ago I was talking to Zed Mm. about the problem that we have in country music right now with the lack of women. And he was very intrigued. He was like, wow, I just have no context of what you're talking about because I've always worked with women. Right. All of Zed's songs have been with a female singer like me, Alessia Cara. Um, He just has a new one with this girl, Ellie Duhay. Um, Like he's always used a a woman to sing because in pop radio, I think women singers actually do better than guys sometimes, right. which is yeah. just such a a wonky world to live in. But yeah, I, I think I keep bringing her up, but that, that interview you did with Carrie a few episodes ago, it was like, do I want my future kids or kids right now to be listening to country radio and being like, where are the women? Right. Like, who do I have to look up to? And I was so inspired as a kid by... Shania and the Dixie mm-hmm. Chicks and I remember Leanne Rhymes being such an inspiration because she was like from my neck of the woods and it made it possible to like want to be an artist so if kids are listening to the radio and they're not hearing someone to inspire them especially little girls yeah. um, it's gonna be a drought and this entire genre has been bolstered by females mm-hmm. that are pioneers and legends and pushed the envelope and Loretta was banned from country radio when she put the pill out. 
Like, and she's still a legend. And she had to go through that at a time when it was probably even more controversial. Oh, yeah, yeah. Controversial, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, some things are so cyclical and they like repeat themselves throughout history. But I do think that the time is coming because no one will shut up about this. So exactly. I think that's a good sign. Like people are showing that concern because it is. And um, everything that's going on in the news and everything, it's it's leading towards more bravery and courage from women artists completely agree and as long as we still have people like you doing what you're doing in the genre and being such a powerful voice which we thank you for so much i mean i think that we're on the right path i do too i am very optimistic and i i see it changing me too well Marin, i know you have to run but thank you so much for talking about this and and for everything that you do for this genre it's oh, just thank you thanks well you too girl starting this thing can't be easy but it's doing so well and i'm proud to to be a part of it Thank you. Yep. Yep. She's awesome and so freaking fierce. Thank you to Lauren Thomas and everyone at Sony for helping to make this happen. Also to our Women Want to Hear Women team, Jim Casey and Brian Webb. Y'all are amazing. Now, if you guys want to see video from the recording, make sure to check out NashCountryDaily.com and make sure to keep tweeting us your suggestions for who you'd like us to feature next. I hope that you guys enjoyed that and really take to heart the things that Marin had to say. Thank you so much for listening. And we're going to be back with a new episode next week where we'll feature another one of our favorites, Ray Lynn. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Love you guys. Bye. Westwood One Podcast Network. Everyone's listening 